It is Tuesday the 27th of August. I'm your host Ryan Kier and this is the Quantum Cast. Before we get into today's focus stocks, I would like to quickly apologize because I'm starting to lose my voice. I had a really long shift over the weekend and a two day stint at Victoria's Festival. For those who attended it, I hope you enjoyed it. If you weren't there and maybe you were at Reading, I hope you enjoyed Reading too. And if you're not a festival goer, don't worry. Me neither, I just went there to work. <laughs> but uh, alright, we're going to get back into everything. So starting with today's first focus stock, we have Cadogan Petroleum. After that we've got Sarium Holdings PLC. Okay, so starting with Cadogan Petroleum PLC, this company has reported its half-year earnings report for the six months ended the 30th of June 2019. Their net profit is somewhere around two and a half million dollars so roughly 2.2 million pounds which is quite impressive considering the company has a market cap of around 14 million pounds if I can double check yeah it does um, which is quite impressive to say the least for a small company like this they made quite a bit of money on a loan in fact a convertible loan that they've given to a company called Proger or something. Uh, they lent them something like $21 million. And it shows for this six months they've made a net fair value gain of $4.4 million. So around £4 million. That, in my opinion, is really impressive. But the only issue is that if they hadn't made the loan to Proger, they would have lost money on their actual assets because their production is around 290 barrels of oil per day. It is up quite a bit from their 180, uh, 180 barrels per day in the uh, corresponding period. But I think this company has an interesting strategy of loaning or acquiring smaller companies to make a bit of short-term returns. I remember quite a while back, they tried to take over Ascent Resources. It's possible that they may have had holdings in asset before and then they may have likely sold out after their uh, takeover didn't actually materialize i believe uh, ascent didn't accept it or something and ascent went down unfortunately a different route to these guys but um i find it cool that these guys have net assets around 51 million dollars in my opinion they seem to be quite undervalued if I look at convertible loan note assets, that's $20 million. So they still have quite a bit of income to look forward to coming from that front. Usually I don't see companies that aren't undervalued on AIM, but it's definitely one I'll look to read into because their cash flow has decreased quite a bit. Yeah, I know, because of obviously the convertible loan being advanced, but that is going to result in future earnings. So looking on all the other fronts, they haven't really had many issues. I mean, property purchasing, plant equipment to $7 million, nothing too serious. But they are losing money as a business after all their costs. But it seems their management may have pulled the cat out of the bag as we, as per se, in fact, because uh, they have less cash than before 
but in the long run they will likely have more cash because of this loan to Proga. These guys have almost done the reverse effect of a CLN because they're actually benefiting because they're the ones lending instead of the ones being loaned to. So this is cool. I can't really see any big problems in this RNS. Obviously the business isn't making money, but if you would be investing in this company, you'd be investing in their ability to loan money elsewhere. If I look at their yearly highs, they have highs of around 16 pence per share, loads of around 6.4 pence per share. They are down, obviously, near those lows. In fact, actually, they made year lows just about on uh, Friday the 23rd, I believe, 23rd of August. The company, if we took out the CLN money, they would be losing. They wouldn't have a positive PE ratio. But at this current situation, I just estimate them to have a PE of about, let's say, 4 million out of 14, let's say, just under 4, just over 4, thereabouts, in fact. Let's say P ratio of 4 plus or minus a half, either way, just for the sake of measurement. I'd say that's quite impressive. I haven't actually followed this company ever since that offer to take over uh, Ascent Resources back three years ago, I believe. I'll probably look at their chart and see a spike. Actually, nope. I'm not sure. It was probably... 20, it wasn't 88 Energy, sorry, forgive me. Ascent Resources. But it was quite a while back. So, moving on to Sarium Holdings PLC. This company has mentioned that they will report their full audited annual results by mid-October 2019. And they've provided this trading update that I'm going to be talking about ahead of their full year results for the year ended the 30th of June 2019. So Sarium has mentioned that pre-audit they will have made a loss of approximately 1.5 million pounds or, or to make it an exact figure 1.45 million pounds. This is down about 20,000 pounds from last year's loss of 1.47 million pounds. They have a cash in bank of about 920,000 pounds and that is mentioned to exclude the 780,000 pounds raised in a placing that they had back in June and that is down from the corresponding period of about 1.38 million pounds. If we include the money from the placing it's actually up quite a bit to about 1.7 million pounds. The company has quite a bit of a cash burn so within the next 12 months it's almost guaranteed that they have to raise funds again. So if they don't find a way to source those funds then they're probably going to have to do a placing and history does show that they've been doing that because they had raised £850,000 in November 2018 for a placing at around 0.65 pence per share. Once again, they mentioned it was for working capital purposes. Then they raised £781,000 before expenses in 2019. That is June 2019 at 0.4 pence per share. 
They're currently trading at I believe 0.36 pence per share. And in the past year, the company's made highs of 0.87, lows of 0.26. So they're just off lows. They bounce about 30 odd percent from that point. But uh, from around March, they are down from their highs by about 57%, which is quite brutal. Uh, but it is a company in the pharmaceutical sector. So the likelihood of a position like this returning significant returns for a shareholder is largely a binary call because they're really mentioning a lot of their clinical trials and everything. I can't really see anything mentioning near-term profitability besides what would happen if everything goes well for them. They've mentioned that their potential financial returns from one of their major drugs over here could be up to $319 million, but there's no mention of how this would happen. They're mentioning dosing of the first phase one trial, no time frames given. Uh, they mentioned dosing of the first patient in phase two trial, money would be payable. I assume this could be a potential way that the company could source some financing, but uh, there is likely a bit where they still have to spend money. They've got their own administrative expenses, which a million pounds can't really cover for a pharmaceutical company. We could look in the past to Motive Bio to their cash burn rates. We could look at uh, just small private pharmaceutical companies who've had to source grants. This company has been going for quite a while, but uh, they are looking to make it profitable soon. But one must remember that clinical trials and just businesses trying to launch small products in the pharmaceutical sector are almost always going to be a drain on your portfolio because they are usually not profitable and they usually have extremely high cash burn rates. Moving on to our final company for the day. This company is called Malvin International PLC and it is a global learning and skills development partner. This company just mentioned today that uh, they are going to enter a loan agreement with Boost & Co. Boost is the lender and they are obviously the ones who are being lended to. And this will be a loan taken out to cover working capital purposes, but also repay a shareholder loan. And they've also mentioned another thing, that this loan would hopefully fund the continued development of the group. That's a bit of a positive there. But it is worrying to actually see that the company is borrowing money to pay a major shareholder. Does that mean that the major shareholder is not being patient with the company? And they've taken quite a percentage rate on this loan, something like 10% per annum. And they also have another one that's 8% per annum plus LIBOR. LIBOR isn't really that much, but it depends how long this time frame is. They've mentioned the first 12 months of each drawdown are interest only periods where no capital repayments in respect of each drawdown can be made and they mentioned that the entire capital is repayable in equal installments over 48 months. So I believe that means the 
this loan takes them to about five years, which isn't that bad. There is a first tranche that is mandatory of 2.6 million pounds coming in for the company, but uh, they have an optional second tranche of up to four million pounds. And that they've mentioned will be available to fund a permitted acquisition. So that's positive for the company because they probably don't have enough cash facilities. The only thing that worries me is that the lender is entitled to warrants calculated at 12% of the drawdown amount divided by the 28-day average share price, which basically means this is a glorified CLN. Worrying because this company has had quite a bit of growth in recent months. Obviously, the share price hasn't reacted if you see it. 52-week highs of 8.2 pence per share, 52-week lows of 2.25 pence per share, with a current mid price of around 2.55 pence, down in the past three months from 3.3. So it's not doing that well. Uh, this company, I believe, is run by Sam Madoffer, the chief executive. And he has mentioned that this loan facility will provide additional cash resources to develop the rollout of some of the new products that Malvern is looking to launch. And I need to have a quick look at the final results released quite a while back because I realized that the company actually made a loss of around 500,000 pounds. And that was for a whole year mentioned in 2018. The net assets of the group then were 5.4 million pounds though, and up from 1.2 million pounds in 2017. So I assume the company had placed quite a bit to acquire assets, which is positive. They didn't have that much of a debt at around 1 million pounds. And I, I just couldn't really look at any major problems. The company seems to be fairly valued at around 7 million pounds. Net assets plus cash, it's probably a, a premium of something like 30% to the net assets. But with this cash coming in, the company may have a strategy moving forward to acquire further assets in the future. The only thing that worries me once again, I need to mention this again, that uh, the part of the net proceeds of tranche one will be used to repay a shareholder loan of £564,000 owed to KSB Investments BT Limited, the company's largest shareholder. I would have thought, what if the company said, you know what, you guys can subscribe at a discounted price to show your continued support. It seems that either the shareholder is looking to just flip their shares and make a bit of money and have no long-standing relationship with the company or the company is trying to satisfy these shareholders or this particular shareholding group but nevertheless it doesn't really matter sometimes in business we've got to remember that uh, a long-standing relationship means respect for both parties and the fact that this company is paying off the loan to the shareholder shows that they have respect for them and could potentially help their relationships in the future. But nevertheless, there is nothing more to report on that front. I'd be interested to see a little bit more about the company's assets, their products, what are their growth rates looking like. In fact, if I try and go back 
to the end of year report for 2018, I can see that their revenue for the period was at 7.6 million pounds. It seems like a small number, right? But look at the increase, 85% from 4.1 million pounds in 2017. So I can see that, yes, the company's making quite a bit of revenue growth. They've acquired a few assets. They acquired Communicate School of English in July 2018, and they raised money to fund it. So I assume every time they raise money, they are looking for strategic assets, which is positive, and it would be interesting to follow the progress of this company in the future. But nevertheless, I've been your host, Ryan Kia, and that wraps up today's episode of the Quantum Cast. I'll make sure to go back to sleep now once this is uploaded to hopefully rest and be back for another episode of the Quantum Cast tomorrow morning. I've been your host, Ryan Kia. Until next time.